Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Great. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a platform. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Everyone loves free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor, they'll do the rest. They'll distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and many more. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. If you're ready, guess what? Download the free Anchor app today. Basically, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm and get started. That's anchor.fm. Click today and get started. You're listening to the Life Structure with Eric Podcast. Pardon our dust. We are about to build greatness. Let's go! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you may be in the world today, I am grateful that you're taking the time to tap in. Welcome to the Life Structure with Eric podcast. I am your host, Eric. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on your notifications so you'll get that notification when a new video is available. If you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you hit that subscribe that subscribe button. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for tapping in. Be sure to hit that share button. Share this post out right now. Um, I travel to Virginia okay over the weekend. You know, it was a quick trip. I mean, it was a real quick trip. Um, Actually, I was there for about 40 hours tops. And then I was back out catching a flight out, you know, headed back home. But, you know, any time spent with family is amazing. You know, you know, you can do that text and call, you know, shoot those texts out. You can call. But being in the presence of loved ones, and, you know, you get that feeling that you don't get through that text or phone call. But, you know, yeah, it was amazing. Amazing to see my mom. You know, I got the opportunity to visit my dad who's in the nursing facility. You know, even though he didn't know, you know, who we were, you know, he still has that sense of humor. But, yeah, dementia, it sucks. It sucks. Um, I got to see my oldest daughter, Ishe. Thank you, darling, for driving all the way down from D.C. to see me. Uh, I got to uh, I saw both of my sisters, uh, Cindy and Emily. All of my nephews got to see all of my nephews, my three beautiful great nieces, including the newest addition to the family, our Princess Cassidy. 
And, um, you know, I didn't even have to drive around other than going to see my dad in the nursing facility. I got to see everybody under one roof. Uh, grateful to my sister, you know, Cindy, that made it happen right under her roof, um, right at her house. So it was a blessing, you know, and I'm I'm just sharing this to say, you know, life is short. Uh, so make sure you make time to spend time with family. Uh, please stop all of the calling and texts and make sure you make time, you know, to visit, you know, make, make, make that time to go and visit family. You know, even if it's a quick five or 10 minutes, you know, they will appreciate it and it will give you that sense of peace just to be able to see them, not only to know that they're okay, but sometimes people may not let you know that hey, I want to see you just to make sure you're okay. You know, seeing your face and your smile could, you know, literally bless me. So yeah, make sure you take time to do that. But um, anyways, you know, I'm flying back and um, I normally, you know, I normally have my headphones on and that's a sign of don't talk to me. I don't want to be bothered. Um <laughs> But anyways, you know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting basically in like the second row from the front. Uh, here comes this well-dressed Italian guy. And um, he comes, sits right by me, sits right beside me, introduces himself. Um, his name is Gabriel. And um, basically, at the moment on my lap, um, I had I had this book that I had just finished reading. It's basically by... Um, Ed Millett, and it's it's called The Power of One More. And uh, it was crazy because he immediately acknowledged the book. And for the next three hours, it was basically indescribable. You know, he shared with me that he has this twin brother. And, uh, you know, he had me laughing. I was laughing so hard that I actually, the both of us actually was sitting there in, in stitches you know, tears falling, you know, him telling me about some of their, you know, moments all the way from childhood, all the way up until adults, them as identical twins that they shared, you know, um, and I was sharing with him about my trip and, you know, I shared with him about my dad and he was like, yeah, a couple of years ago, we had to make that hard decision, you know, to put my dad, you know, put their dad in a nursing facility as well. Um, and then, you know, he started to tell me about how in 2019, both him and his identical twin brother, you know, um, at the same time, they came down with this sickness and how it lasted almost three years. You know, um, he said it took the time, you know, um, it, it got to the point that he really thought that you know, he felt like it was the end. He was on his deathbed. So basically he took the time to, you know, make sure that he started to get stuff in order, basically just to make sure that um his family would be okay, you know, once he was gone. And then he talked about how one day, you know, him and his twin brother was on the phone and they challenged each other basically to fight this sickness and get back on track in life. And they just challenged each other. And at that moment, they had people that had been pouring into them, 
but they kind of, you know, it was like, ah, you know, I hear you, but I'm not applying it to my life because I really don't feel that we're going to make it out of this. So at that moment, when they challenged each other, that they were going to fight through this sickness that they had and they were going to win and get back on track, they started to confide in the, the support system that had been there for the entire time. They chose not to be empowered by them. And, um, you know, he talked about, you know, how that support system pushed them and the two of them found that power on the inside of them just to push through one day at a time, you know, fighting through this illness. You know, um, he grabbed my book and he went straight to this paragraph where it talked about how we get tossed about in life, but how we have to be ready to take control back doing, you know, when, when we when we're being, you know, when we're fighting through turbulence, how we have to basically gain control. Um, and, you know, that book that I'm talking about, it talks about how it's up to us, how we react when we endure turbulence in life. You know, he talked about how he had to decide if he would live in fear or live on faith. Uh, that statement was so powerful to me because uh, if we remember nothing else, we must remember that our excuses are seducers and our fears. They basically our fears are nothing but liars, you know, and we listen, you know, because of us believing these lies that fear produces to us, you know, we push back and we start to doubt. And that doubt is nothing but a thief. It steals our entire purpose. So um, on any given day, we can experience a collapse in our life, which brings numbness and basically disappointments. We all have been, you know, we all been there at some point, but no matter where you are on that pathway of your life, please do not let the pain of a current situation hinder the glory of the amazing future that God has for you. You know, yeah, that pain, sometimes it becomes very unbearable. But if you just push through, I promise you that, you know, once you get to experience the promise that God has showed you, man, it's so, so worth it. But um, anyway, back to our conversation, he went on to talk about how he's careful who he surrounds himself with. You know, uh, he, he said, if they don't feel me, you know, if they don't feel my joy or stoke my peace, to be a better person, then I basically out of my circle, which we talk about a lot on this podcast about how our life is too valuable to share with people who don't get you, you know, but what question, why is it, you know, you don't vibe with the person. They have different views in life than you, lower standards uh, than you, but you still entertain their conversation. You know, I can definitely speak from experience and say your surroundings really do shape your perception in life. Having people to pour into you when you when basically when you are faced with an obstacle in life is very, very important. 
but many, 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 many are too weak to realize basically that obstacles are nothing more than just basically tests designed uh, to measure how seriously we want the rewards of God's promises. You know, obstacles basically at first, yeah, they are very hard, very, very messy in the middle, but the rewarding at the end, eh, so great, so great. So anyways, you know, we were we were talking and, you know, time before we knew it, you know, the flight attendant was coming on announcing we were about to, to land and um, grabbed my arm. And he said, you know, man, many people when diagnosed with a terminal illness, they immediately let their faith die. You know, how many times have you heard this? You know, when you that the moment that you are diagnosed with a terminal illness, all you hear is the doctor's report. And you forget about what God can do and you let your faith immediately die. You know, but an obstacle in life does not give us death. Give, you know, it doesn't give us that death sentence, but many die on the inside and they live the rest of their life just an idol, just an idol, because you fear that you can't go, you know, that your life, your, your time on earth is limited. So what's the use in me pursuing my passion? What's the use in me pursuing my, you know, my purpose in life? You know, but what got me was when he said during the two years and six months in the midst of his rest and recovery, he realized the opposite that life dealt him was necessary. He, you know, he said he gained inspiration during isolation, you know, so basically during his isolation of being, you know, isolated from the world, he gained much inspiration from reading from the people in his circle that encouraged him and empowered him to push through that obstacle. And in that moment, that's when God unleashed a great power within him as he overcame his illness and was blessed with the power of one more chance at life. You know, I and and, and I had literally just finished this book um, on my flight into Virginia. So a lot of it, you know, was still fresh in my thoughts. But hearing him sum up this book with how him and his twin brother were both sick at the same time for almost three years but found the courage with the help of a strong support system to fight one more day, just one day at a time for over 850 days ignited a to fight even more. Man, it was so, so powerful, so powerful. And when I tell you that it was almost like I knew this guy, you know, like I've, Man, this it was like you couldn't people that were sitting around us, they watched us laugh at times we were laughing and they were laughing. I didn't even know where we were laughing at. And they were surprised when I looked over at once and I was like, you all wouldn't believe I just met this guy when he walked on this plane. You know, uh, it was just amazing. But anyway, you know, we landed and um, he shared with me that this was his first trip since he was cleared um, from his doctor to be able to travel. And basically he was returning home from a three week trip 
where he traveled all around the country. And what stood out to me, you know, after being down for almost three years, your first trip, you went to three different states and volunteered at three different events. And one of the events, it was for a kid that he mentors and he took this guy a huge old um, love package. You know, at the end of the day, um, he's still, you know, being a blessing to other people, you know, because he's taking full advantage of one more chance at life. You know, um, and it's crazy because um, as soon as the aircraft doors open, I thought he was going to wait for me and we, we was going to walk up the jetway together and talk. And as soon as the door is open in the blink of an eye, you know, Gabriel disappeared, you know, in the crowd. He was gone, you know, but our conversation, you know, I will basically I will remember it forever, you know, and and, you know, words. Words of advice to you, you know, if you just listen to this episode, that means you are, are, you basically are alive and well. And if you have the ability to be great, instead of digging deep within to find the strength, you know, to push past obstacles, a lot of times we put focus on, you know, we put our focus on the world instead of deal with the obstacles that we're faced with. You know, but it's mandatory uh, to take these difficult moments in life and block out the world and find that blessing as we you know, as we dissect that obstacle that life has placed in front of us. You know, remember, faith sees obstacles as opportunities, uh, you know, mostly as growth for a better life. But when we live in fear, you die on the inside and basically when you die on the inside, so does your purpose. Unfortunately, you know, so does your purpose. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys today. Um, great conversation. And I just want to, you know, this, this podcast may not be for you, but if it's, you know, you know, someone that, um, basically, has been blessed with that second chance. You know, share this with them. Push through. Let them know, you know, hey, it's okay that you went through a hard time. You know, you went through, you know, you had that issue with the sickness or you you went through, you know, that addiction or you went through that um, horrible time, you know, with finances or a, a bad relationship, whatever it may be. God bless you with the opportunity of a second chance and make sure that you ignite your purpose on the inside of you and live, you know, embrace that, you know, embrace the power of one more and push through because there are so many people that wish that they had the opportunity to experience that one more chance in life, but they weren't blessed with it, you know? So, Hey, thank you guys for tapping in and, um, have an amazing week guys. And remember, um, go and visit somebody, you know, visit somebody because 
somebody is 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 in the midst of scrambling with trying to make it one more day. They don't realize that they have the power and the gift to push through one day at a time, that power of one more. So visit somebody and uh, encourage them to keep pushing through life. Thus, you know, if, it's, if, if we haven't experienced it, all of us know somebody that had the power of one more and they did what? They bounced back better. With that being said, you guys have an amazing week and continue to be great. Love your life structure, fam.